0: Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day two with Pastors Ed and Leanne Bechtel, and we've been having such a good time visiting in between these podcast sessions, and uh, God is such a good God, and merciful yes, and loving, and so we're so thankful. And then Marietta, Georgia's is in the Atlanta area, is yes, that right? So it is. Yeah. Praise mm-hmm. God. Braves fans then? Braves oh, yes. <laughs> had a pretty good team the last few yeah, years, and, yeah. and thanks again. Shout out to Pastor David Flores for hooking us up, yes, and what right. a great guy, yes. and talking about a loving person, amen. and just wonderful man of God, yes. and and healing to his wife and her uh, health challenges. So well, let's pray. Father, we come today hungry for what you have through the pastor, and we're ready to receive and, and apply what we learn in this message to our lives. Father, be a greater blessing to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We're going to continue on from day one, and Pastor Leanne, you want to take off?
1: Sure. I just wanted to let y'all know what a blessing this is, this opportunity to share our story. About five months ago, I was sitting in a service and God just spoke to my heart and said, it's time, it's time to share your story. And, you know, at that time, I didn't really know what that looked like or how, you know, I just, he, but God's so gracious to us. He prepares us ahead of time yes, for he what he's, he wants. And he knows the people that need to hear yeah. what we've been through and know there's hope. There's yeah. always hope. Yep. And, you know, I think back to how I was at those that time. I didn't know there was any other way to be. I didn't know. I didn't have to feel the way I did, and I didn't have to. I didn't know how to look at my situation, and th- that's when I cried out to God. God, you show me how I can look at this differently, how I can pray for Pastor Ed now. Yep. He wasn't at that time, but yep. so I can be an effective wife and, and pray your heart, Lord, and, and not yep. be so full of my own rejection and yep. feelings. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: Yeah, I think when when you started speaking, I thought about how. I think from the beginning, you know, we would tell people, you know, we we had marriage problems and God restored our marriage, and if it wasn't for God restoring it, we wouldn't be standing before you and all that. But I think just recently we really we really revealed the infidelity because it really the the reason the reason for the marriage problem really wasn't the issue I think then, and, and I don't think it still is. I mean, people have marriage issues over all kinds of things. Right, but right. but it really it really wasn't until recently that, that the Lord actually released us or put on our heart that we should actually tell what the problem was. So I think right, that right. that... I think it's so, important yeah.
1: that people know there's hope that mm-hmm. that they don't say, well, that's the end to end all because of unfaithfulness or infidelity that, right. that God can restore. And what God restores and makes whole, it's better and stronger than it... Should I share that? Yeah, story. I read a book one time by a Christian author. Her little boy had a hole in his heart, was born with a hole in his heart. And when he got to be, I think it was around two, they were going to do the repair work on the hole. And she was concerned, and she talked to the surgeon and said, won't that all that place where that hole had been, won't that always be the weakest point, and won't that always be a problem for him as he grows? And the surgeon said, no, no. When When we repair the hole in the heart, that place is actually a place of strength. That will be the strongest place of the heart. Mm-hmm. And hear what we're saying as far as when you have a broken heart, when God repairs that place in your heart that had been broken formally, that's at the place of ministry, and that's the place that of strength from then forward. Yeah. And it had been prophesied over us many years ago by our former pastor that uh, Satan was going to be sorry that he ever messed with our marriage because God was going to take and mm-hmm. turn what Satan meant to destroy us with and use it to minister to other people. Praise so this God. right here is a culmination of this.
2: Amen. Yeah, and we've been pastoring since 2013, and we can get into that maybe at some point, but, but we've been pastoring since 2013. But uh, when I got saved at 12, I was called to preach. Wow. And of course, called to preach and pastor are two different things. That, uh, everybody preaches, but... As we, as we, when we got married and as we went along, we we knew in our heart of hearts that one day we would pastor. And uh, obviously, had he not restored our marriage, we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be where we are today. But, and she was talking about how things, you know, uh, broken places become the strongest. And I don't think we really understood about one flesh the five years prior to pastoring. We actually had started a marriage ministry called One Flesh Ministries, wow. and we really emphasized how the two become one. And so I think that, that that hardship and that problem, you know, those problems that we had caused us to to bond closer, and right. and right. You, you know, and all that. And so I do, you know, I do agree with that. I, I think I think this would probably be a good point since we're still on this subject to to talk about the whole pornography thing and 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 the delivery because. I was sharing with our I was sharing with our congregation just this past Sunday something that the Lord had revealed to me you know when I struggled with pornography many years probably 20 years or something and it was off and on it wasn't a constant mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. but it was just an off and on I'd have victory over it for a few months and then right. you know and then something and so we were out of church and the Lord supernaturally delivered me from pornography praise God now let me stop there and let me go back to what the Lord showed me when Moses went up on the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, you remember the first time God wrote it for him. Mm-hmm. But when he came down and saw what the children of Israel had done and, he, and out of anger, he busted the tablets. When he went back up the second time, he had to write it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now that's important because the first time God supernaturally supernaturally delivered me from pornography. And the reason why I know that is because I saw not the actual images, but I saw in, you remember old microfish, how you could just mm-hmm. flip yep. flip through microfish sure. so you found what you wanted? Yep. Well, I saw... Just those uh, images being re- being removed from my subconscious Praise they God. were going backwards 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 backwards. Well what stupid me do? after a while, I started looking at the images again mm. and the second time that God delivered me, it was a fight. Oh, so right. so what I try to tell so what I was telling the congregation on Sunday was if God delivers you from alcohol, if God delivers you from pornography, if, if God delivers you from anger, if God delivers you from anything, you do everything you can to make that stick, stay free. because yeah. especially if He supernaturally delivers you from it, you know you no longer have. You wake up one morning, you no longer have the craving for marijuana, or you no longer have the, you know, craving for alcohol, or or whatever it is. Do your best to stay free. Stay yeah. free, because you know in Galatians five one it says in the, in the Amplified Bible, which we use predominantly, it says, "For this freedom, Christ set us free." Mm right mm-hmm. for the freedom that Christ provided yeah. if you're not walking in that freedom that Christ provided th- then you're missing it right yeah. and so but it's it's very easy to get brought back under brought back under that bondage yeah. and especially if you're supernaturally delivered the second time is going to be a fight and it was a struggle. Hallelujah, we did it. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah, we did yes. it. Somebody it may be
1: asking, how do you stay free? What's the, what's the process there? Yeah, that's good. The more you feed your spirit, man, Come and, on. and pray in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in tongues, getting full of the Word, yes. what you feed will grow. Mm-hmm. So feed your spirit, man, and not your flesh. And watch and see God keep you free.
0: Amen. 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 Pastor Ed, you mentioned being called to the ministry, maybe we're closing up today just briefly. Can you share anything about when you got called to pastor at twelve or so?
2: Yeah, well, you know, when, when when I got born you know, when I got born again, of course it's exciting and, and everything and, and I just you know, I I just heard the Lord say, you know, that that you were gonna preach, that I wow. that I was gonna preach the word. Wow. Now, neither one of us have been to any kind of formal Bible school. I think to some degree that's good because mm-hmm. i don't care what bible school you go to you're going to come out of that bible school with their yeah. philosophy with their uh, leanings Lean. or whatever yeah, so and then and then to other and then to, uh, to to a lesser degree i think it can be a detriment too because you don't mm-hmm. really get into all the the you know the understandings of you know
0: of of, of some things but yeah you know, it's, it's been the school
2: of hard knocks, but it's Amen. been. Uh, Amen. But it's, but it's been
0: Reminds good me journey. of the most valuable thing I learned in the nursing home ministry, my first ministry. That I learned that most people confess their denominations, Lord and Savior, more than they do Jesus. Yeah. Wow. And mm-hmm. stuck with me because we only know our background, you know, but people, they get caught in this kind of like a club. I'm in this club, right. you know, it doesn't and matter what the, the word way. says. That's the only yeah. way, yeah. So, yeah. well, if you would, I'm excited about going to day three here, but go ahead and pray for us. Please.
1: Father, we're just so grateful to have this opportunity to come together, Lord, and to share your goodness in our lives, Father. And we just thank you for this, this platform, Lord. We just thank you, Father, that you're touching the hearts and lives of the people that are listening. And we give you all the glory and honor and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, folks, you can contact them on Facebook at Hope Worship Center Marietta, and I hope you do. And folks, we do love you all. Please talk to somebody about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon. Yes,
1: he is. Amen. 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 Amen.